Can I have your attention for a moment? Listen. We're striving for 150 years. Yeah. So within these next 150 years of excellence, I want to see that we have more. This is Blair Durham with Black Wall Street Today, your media hub for all things black entrepreneurship, politics, news, and events in Hampton Roads and beyond. When I say black, y'all say Wall Street. Black Wall Street. Black Wall Street. When I say black, y'all say Wall Street. Black. Black. Welcome back to Black Wall Street Today with Tawana Golson, your guest greetings, host of Tag Consulting LLC. Greetings. I'm so excited because we have today three young entrepreneurs in the building, three amazing young entrepreneurs who went through the Wealth Machine, the Black Brands Wealth Machines pitch contest over the last weekend at the Black Diamond Gala Um in the Black Diamond Weekend. I'm so happy to have our third place winner here with me today, Miss Brianna Johnson. Her company is called Recruit In. Brianna is a graduate of Hampton University and she's also a graduate student here. She's from a little town called Union County, New Jersey, and she's the owner of Recruit In. She has a passion for marketing and giving back to her community. And her company, what they do is they help athletes who do not have the resources Resources or the programs in their communities have a platform to be able to be seen by bigger colleges and universities for scholarship opportunities. Brianna, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? Thank good. you for having me. You're so welcome. So happy to have you here. So happy that you were the third place winner this weekend at yes. Black Diamond Weekend. Yes. How does that feel? Oh, it's very exciting. Like for me, especially with 10 other people had amazing, amazing other business ideas. I knew I had to push myself because I knew if I just went in there like, okay, I can wing this, I knew I wasn't going to get that far. I literally had to, you know, take, with me even doing school, I had to take the extra time out and really, you know, perfect my business idea, add to my business idea because I know there's going to be a lot of top business executives and also two business owners and investors there trying to listen to my ideas. So I knew how to put in the extra work and effort to really come on top, and which I did. So how did you hear about the competition? Um, it was actually my um, past professor, Dr. Oliver Jones. Okay. He Dr. actually Jones. Um, told me about it. He was like, you know, because he knew about my idea last year. Right. And he um, called me. He's like, you know, you need to do this pitch competition. I was like, okay, what is this pitch competition? Like, where is it? He gave me the information. He's like, I really want you to do this. I believe in your business and your idea. And I know it's going to change the life of many. You need to enter in this now. And it was maybe like two days before the whole application was due. Wow. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'm on it. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. And like, he's pushed me ever since then. it have been times, even like my family has known, I want to back out because school was just too much for me. And right. doing this, I was like, okay, you know, I'm backing out, like I'm done. And he was like, no, you're doing this. You're going to go for it. I believe in you. You're going to do this. So I was like, you know what? Okay, I'm in it. I'm in it to awesome. win it. Awesome. So what did you major in um, to get you to the place where you were able to do a competition? So I was actually in the five-year business MBA program here. Okay, so you have a business background. Yes, and I um, had a concentration in marketing and sales. So I focus, that's my my focus right now is marketing and sales. Okay, awesome, awesome. So just explain to our listeners what steps did you take to get you to the place where you were? Because before you got to being 
one of the top finalists, mm-hmm. uh, there was 10 of you that actually pitched this past weekend. Yes. So you beat out over 116 other applicants yes. um, in the program. So that's that's really big. What steps did you take to get to the point where you were like called to and, and, and told, hey, you're one of the top 10s. You get to actually pitch on Black Diamond Weekend. Um... I would say, well, after, you know, the five weeks of um, training we had to do to get up to this point to be in the top 10 finalists, I had to go through a series of different, they call class um, classroom time. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just getting how to do your business um, canvas, how to get your idea up and running, how to even brand yourself. So I went through that five week training and then like, okay, now now after the five weeks, you're supposed to now enter into this competition. So that's what I did. I took all the knowledge that I learned within the five weeks of classroom time and just use that idea and just put it in when I can't when I actually um, entered into the competition. Awesome. Now, did you find that the five weeks? Because Dr. Jones is phenomenal. Oh my God, amazing! And anybody <laughs> that knows him knows that he is a walking. Uh, ball of education, walking ball of knowledge, walking ball of encouragement. Um, And he's a great mentor. So it was an honor to, I'm sure, for you to even be um, one of his participants. So how was it going through the five five, uh, weeks of classes? What did you learn the most? What did you take away from that? I definitely, because like for me, when I first started this whole business idea, I didn't really have a steady platform, like a whole business canvas. It was just an idea. Okay. So I knew I, this This is what I want to do and how I want to do it, but it wasn't the whole layout of the business canvas. Like my, when it comes to finances, how would I make profit? When would I break even? Right. So taking these classes each week definitely helped me to really sit down and say, okay, where are my streams of revenue coming in? How am I going to make profit? What year am I going to start making profit? And then from there, when am I going to break even from all the resources and money I put out? When am I going to start seeing a revenue stream coming in? So the classes allowed you to it allowed you to advance your thinking. Yes, and develop even more from what my ideas to even get to that level of making this real dream and idea come to life. Awesome. Now that's good to hear because I too am a part of the committee. Mm-hmm. Um, once the winner <laughs> wins, that's when my part of the job comes comes in play as the business coach. And one of the things that was so important to us as committee members was to not just throw you all out there to pitch and not knowing what you're doing, but to prepare you. Do you feel like you were prepared for the day of pitching last week? Oh, yes. And even after the five weeks of classes we took, after the first round of the pitch competition, we got an ounce of feedback from Mr. Gary. He really sat down and told all the 10 finalists and said, okay, this is what you guys need to do next level. He saw, you know, overall the good and also too what we all need to work on as a whole. So we took that and, you know, for when it comes to the finals, we know what we had to do to get the job done. So I feel like even not just the five weeks of classes we took, but definitely the feedback that we got the first round and, well, the, the elimination round to go to the finals. Wow. Yeah, Mr. Gary McCollum, he was amazing. Huh? Oh my God, he's amazing. You all he's just so had amazing. some wonderful mentors just wrapped around you in this process. Definitely. You should feel very blessed about that. Let's talk.
talk about your business. Okay. Let's talk about um, recruit in, <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and what you pitched and what your business, because even though you pitched, you're still a business, yes. right? Yes. And and she's looking for uh, sponsors oh, definitely. and, and investors day. and all of that every day. So your life is a pitch, like what you learned yes. uh, through going through the contest. Um, tell us about recruit in and what makes recruit in different from what what's out there or if there's anything even out there that's compatible to what you're doing. Right. So I guess I'll take it back from when I really wanted to start this business. Mm -hmm. So I know for myself, I was a volleyball player all throughout high school and I knew that's what, like, I had a passion for volleyball. So I was, you know, I played not only in high school but also, too, on a club team. But that came with expenses and my parents actually invested in me and, you know, they put $1,000 out there because they believed I had this talent. They were able to do that. Exactly. But... It was. It comes to a time where there's a lot of kids out there who may be on the same level as me, or even better, but they're not. They're not able to showcase that talent because one, to the lack of resources that they have, right. also exposure. They may not have that family member or money to put out those thousands of dollars to get on top, right. or even have the programs within their community to do such. Right. So now my job with this company is fixing that problem. Okay. So with my um, app as well as the NASA technology, I'm here to really, you know have them record and while they're playing or practicing and while they record it's gonna be live stats feeding into the app so you know how fast they run their speed and distance moving across the court whereas a lot of other um same same similar things like huddle and ncsa they have those things but you have to pay money for that for example huddle you can upload your videos but you're branding yourself as well like you have to you know send it to coaches and email to coaches, but coaches get thousand emails every day. So they won't, they may not see it as well as when it comes to NCSA, you're paying at least for a year to brand yourself as an athlete. I want to say 2,400 a year. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't have that money. Right. So now that's where my business comes into play, where no matter if you have the finances or you do have the finances, it's an equal playing field for everyone. You may be the star athlete of your, that private school or um, Catholic school or as well as a public school, but I want everyone to have that equal playing field no matter school you go to. So when someone register to be a part of your app or to use it as a mm-hmm. platform what is the cost for them and how, how are they able to be on your platform yes yeah, so basically where how this is going to work is if you want to be a part of our team and our app you just simply just sign up um, okay. you know just putting your information what sport you play what year you are because we are going to focus on 8th to 12th 8th through 12th grade, excuse me, because usually around 8th grade, you know the sport you want to play. Okay. So from there, you know, you register and then it's kind of like a a free consultation. consultation. Right. And, you know, just getting some feedback about you, like how you are as a person, where you see your next steps as an athlete. And then from there, you can either select to be a free member Mm -hmm. or you can be what's called a championship member, elite member, MVP. And those um, do cost. So the championships will be $10 a month. Um, MVP will be $15 a month and then Elite will be um, $20 a month. What an amazing idea. Thank you. Amazing idea. So you not only came up with an amazing idea, but you're also (laughs) fixing a problem. Yes. Most entrepreneurs, that's what what entrepreneurs do. They find a need and fill it. What I call the FANAFI principle. Find a need and fill it. And um, it looks like you found a need right in your own backyard because you have the experience of being an athlete. And seeing it firsthand, definitely. And seeing it firsthand. So what kind of feedback have you gotten um, with your business ideas since the pitch contest? Um, I know, well, going back to the first round of eliminations, everyone has said, wow, like, this is amazing. Like, 
I've never heard anything like that before. Like, this is, if you really can get this up and running, it's going to change the lives of many. And it's definitely going to make you be competitive when it comes to, you know, the different huddles in NCSA. They may even change their platform because they see you, you know, taking a whole different initiative and you're actually going to have live feeds coming in while they're recording where you don't see it on any other um, recruiter platform. Wow, wouldn't that be amazing? Oh my God, I'll be so excited for Brianna Johnson. Names and light (laughs) has changed the game on recruiting platforms. That's amazing. So, what's next for you, Brianna? Um, So now, right now, after everything has happened, I'm actually now sitting down, taking the time to know now because this just started as an idea. Right. So now I know I can actually take this next level. I'm starting now to get my LLC. Yes. So I'm very excited for that. Like all the funds that I've been getting from you guys and I thank you so much. Like I can actually now get my LLC. Um, I actually have someone on campus who is into the app and technology business. Okay. So I've been working with him to trying to get a design and layout. So hopefully before we go home for break I'll have that up and running. Oh my. Yeah. That's amazing. So you're already working. Oh. I'm working. I'm working. I'm trying to get this done hopefully by summer of 2020, if not by fall 2020. I'm really trying to get this up and running. Wow, listen, Brianna, I'm so proud of you. You have come a long way since it being an idea. Now it's coming into fruition. Your idea is coming to fruition. You've got to feel good about that. I'm so excited. I'm ready to work. (laughs) Ready to work. Any last um, words you'd like to say to our listeners? Um, I just want to say, you know, thank you for this opportunity and awarding me for... Just this pitch competition in general for, you know, the Wealth Machine, definitely, yes, like, awesome. thank you so much, Black Brand, thank you so much. You guys honestly pushed me, even though you guys may not know it, but you guys definitely do push, did push me to get to this level I am now. Awesome. Brianna, we're so happy to have you here today. Thank, thank you for taking you. time out of your schedule. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back. When the conversation is good and the friends are even better, you'll find a wine that brings it all together. Shoe Crazy Wine. Remember that name, Shoe Crazy Wine. Available at Costco, Kroger, and these other fine retailers. May the Lord add a blessing to the mixing of the word. You've been rocking to the revolutionary sounds of Positive Vibes Entertainment. Positive Vibes Entertainment is available for your wedding reception, family reunion, praise party, or any other event. Our website is www.positivevibes.net. We hope that you will be blessed, stay blessed, and be a blessing. Blessing, 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 blessing. And now, more Black Wall Street Today with Blair Durham on Smooth 88.1 WHOV. Welcome back to Black Wall Street Today. I am your guest host, Tawana Golson of Tag Consulting, LLC. Ah, I'm so excited because we now have our second place winner from the Black Brown Wealth Machine Pitch Contest. We're here with us, Mr. Kyrie Sullivan. How you doing? Good, how are you? Good, 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 good. Mr. Kyrie is from Philadelphia. He's a senior here at Hampton University. And the name of his company is Lambda Analytics. That is way above my education grade. So I am going to (laughs) allow uh, Mr. Kyrie to tell us about that when it's time. But first of all, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Good. How's it been going since the competition and all that's over now? Because you put in some work. Thank you. Um, I actually haven't really slept. Wow. Yeah, I've been so excited. Is that because the ideas just keep flooding you? You guys gave me so much motivation to, you know, continue my work and just continue to push forward. And I love it. 
That's amazing. That's amazing. Cool. So, how did you hear about the Black Brand Wealth Machine? Oh, that's confidential. It's actually a funny story. I was with uh, two of a. When I, I was with a friend of mine, Andrew and Peter, mm-hmm. and we were told that there was a pitch competition going on by the Black Brands. So, you know, we just wanted to stop by. I wasn't even supposed to be in the actual thing. Really? Yeah. And when we get when we got there, I saw everyone pitching and it just got it gave me the motivation. They're like, hey, I asked Dr. Jones. I was like, hey, you know, do you think they can just slip my project in there and could I talk about it? Right. And he, you know, he worked his magic and uh I got. I was able to talk about it, and you know, they asked me to come back for the finals. Awesome. Are you one of Dr. Jones' students as well? Yes. Uh, in the business program. I. Oh, I'm actually a physics major, but I also. Oh, wow. I also study um, economics as well. Here. Awesome. Awesome. So let's talk about the program itself, uh, because you guys had to go through some intense training in a very they short did. time. Um, explain to me how how did that work for you and was that useful for you? It was useful. I wasn't always in the sessions because there was a lot of work, a lot of physics work and homework I had to do. Okay. Yeah, your major requires a lot of attention. I'm always in one building, Olin. Right. (laughs) Olin? Olin? Yes. Is that the physics building? And engineering. Awesome, awesome, awesome. What did you do to prepare for the place when you actually became one of the finalists? Uh, I, well, I've been working on this. Pro- yeah, I've been working on two projects, and okay. they kind of merge. Okay. Um, we can talk about that later. Um, the project that I was working on first for Dr. Jones had to do with blockchain technology. Mm-hmm. Um, are you familiar with? Blockchain? I'm not at all. Can you please explain that? To so the- we all heard of Bitcoin, right? <laughs> yes. So yes, yes. Bitcoin is the underlining of what is known as blockchain technology, okay. and I focused on creating a cryptocurrency for Hampton here oh, wow. uh, last year. And that was actually, we talked about putting that in a pitch competition that I had earlier in March of last year. So I was doing blockchain technology and then I kind of like gave Dr. Jones that project Mm -hmm. and moved on from it. And I created LA, which is Lambda Analytics. Wow, that is amazing. So you are already in motion with your ideas. Yes. Wow. So who actually mentored you through this process that you've come up with LA? Uh, I would say my father. A lot. My dad specializes in IT. Okay. And we've always talked about big data. Mm-hmm. And that's what leads to data analytics. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of just just took that and just ran with it. And I really love where big data is going. Okay. I'm a big fan of it. All right. Well, speaking of uh, Lambda Analytics, a.k.a. L.A., take some time to just share with um, our listeners what it is that you do. What is L.A.? Okay. Uh, uh, I'm going to give some people a little bit of perspective of what big data is. Yes. So Go slow for us slow learners. Okay. <laughs> so with big data, okay, they say... It's the most important valuation of any asset. It surpassed oil mm. four years ago. Mm. There's a company, a Saudi Arabia company, mm-hmm. that's that's an oil company. They just have an evaluation at $1.7 trillion on their oil company. Oh, my gosh. And data surpassed oil surpassed that. four years ago. Wow. So big data is huge. It's okay. everything that we do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people don't realize, like, big corporations like this, they love your data. So with 
the, uh, my company, what I'm trying to do is, is that I want to collect as much as African-American and minority data as possible, especially mm-hmm. at HBCUs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that HBCUs need to hone in in how they collect their data on their students because it's important that, you know, African-Americans know where their data is going because mm-hmm. it is being resold mm-hmm. and you just don't know. It's being resold to you in a way that you just quite don't understand. Okay, so let, just to break it down a little bit further, when you say data and data is being sold, what type of information? Your personal information okay. and all that. Any, if you have a social media, they oh. have your data. Okay. Because you had to fill in, you had to give them your email, mm-hmm. your age, mm-hmm. your birthday. All that is important. Mm. That kind of data can be used and resold in a package for you to buy whatever product these type of corporations want to give you. Mm. Mm-hmm. So it's important that we hold hone in, On learn what's being, what's being resold back to you because right. you may not necessarily need that, but they find ways to get you to buy. Because wow. we have Amazon, right. for a perfect example. Everyone yeah. loves Amazon. Everybody loves I love Amazon. Amazon. I have an Amazon account. Yeah. You know? But Amazon knows people better than they know themselves. Wow. So with my company, I'm trying to hone in the data. I want to create um, a network where if we wanted students to use their data mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they wanted their data to go to black businesses mm-hmm. instead, okay. the idea is to sell their data back to black businesses and to help grow those black businesses up. So how does your company solve that? What what does your company do as the middle person to get that correct data? And knowing you are getting African-American data yeah. as well as getting it to the black businesses, how do you construct that? So right now we're in the process of trying to work with HBCUs okay. on collecting student data. So you're starting with students? Yes. I think education is the most important mm-hmm. thing right now. Mm-hmm. Um you never leave education. You right. never stop learning. So it's a lifelong. And, and so I think students are the perfect customer base for me mm-hmm. because what we can do is what I'm going to do essentially is create a portal that's going to be on campus for people can access. And then what it's going to do is it's going to put you either it's going to give you the resources to reach out to people who you either want to get a job. Mm-hmm. Or if you want to, you know, find your favorite new um, upcoming startup um, for a product and you want to buy that product, they're going to come to you and they're going to uh, give you the product they want to sell to you. And hopefully this will drive black businesses up. That's amazing because when I think about data right now, it's just kind of, it happens. Mm-hmm. We're just, we don't really know what we're doing. We're just filling out forms yeah. online for everybody. I mean, it, it, it sometimes gets a little scary because everybody has almost everything on you. Yeah. And we're doing it, but not thinking about what we're doing because they won't allow you to move to the next step without putting a certain amount of information in. So it sounds like what you're telling me is your company is going to consciously have people to be conscious of what they're submitting. Yes. To on purpose be advertised in the way they want to be advertised. Right. And, it, and that's a big job. What What's nice about it too is is that we're trying to also find a way where people can make money off their big data. Wow. That's a, I mean, okay. Because you can make money off your data. And, okay. You know, it's just that these corporations just don't want to pay you for it. I got you. The idea is like, you know, 
if I'm going to use your data, I want you to have an incentive of me collecting your data. You know? Right. right. You, you want to get something out of it. Right. I want to get something out of it. Well, let's help each other. Um, so you can benefit for it. And it's not just like, oh, I'm just taking your data. I'm going to resell it to you. You're just not right. going to know about it. Right. You, know? you just educated me right there. <laughs> <laughs> the average person wouldn't even think that way. Um, so your company is solving all types of problems when it comes to big data. So what ne what's next for you in this journey? So right now, um, like I said, we, we're definitely trying to um, work with colleges. Um, I'm in the process of creating the infrastructure um, for our company okay. to create the portal that can be accessed through students while they're in college. And hopefully in the future that we can move down a level to um, high school people okay. because we want to get um, students early as well. Because the idea of using this portal is that this is a, this is a type of portal that stays with you. Mm. You know, We want you to always have resources and available, especially for African-Americans. Mm -hmm. We don't have a lot of resources out right. here. Right. So we want to give a competitive edge for people in the world because this is a big world. You know, it has a lot of, right. you know, business and competition. So we want to give our people an access point where they can get the jobs that they need. Right. They want to network with the people they need to network and, and hopefully there connections. and be successful. So you're starting with colleges, you're going to end up with high school. What about the average person that, you know, we've been out of school for 30 years? Yes. <laughs> so How do we access? For the community, what we're going to try to do is set up free Wi-Fi in communities. Okay. And through that, we are able to collect your data. So what these Wi-Fi's that we can install um, in low-income communities mm -hmm. is that, hey, if you need Wi-Fi, um, we'll, we'll provide the Wi-Fi for you. Are you willing for us to collect your data? Mm. And that would be a great access point for the portal. Okay. Awesome. Wow. This is a big job and it's amazing. And I wish you so much success in that. So as we wrap up, is there anything else you'd like to say to our listeners? I just want to thank the, the black brand. Definitely. You guys have motivated me. Motivated me. Motivated. <laughs> Motivated me so much to continue to work on this. I've gotten a lot of feedback awesome. on, you know, to continue this. I just want to thank Miss B. Davis. You know, she's been a big mentor yes. to me. B. B was the committee head for the Wealth Machine, and she really pulled together an awesome team. And she's been on me. Yeah, she was so. like, she, you have something. It's wow. too big, so I need you to go and do this. And I was like, thank you. And I just yeah. want to thank uh, Miss Blair as, as well. Yes, Blair, the mastermind behind the whole movement of Black Brand. We honor her. Um, and it's easy to get up under such a great vision. So I am so excited to have you here at the show today and, and so excited to step in for Blair. And um, what you're doing is bigger bigger than life actually and I wish you much 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 success and um, continue to work and continue to work hard at what you're doing because what you're doing is a great need especially for the African American population it sounds like you are um, doing something or your company is doing something that's going to be very beneficial to us so I wish you much, much success on that thank you so much alrighty okay we are going to go into another quick break we're about to take another quick break and we'll be right back with you. Greetings, greetings, greetings. Peace. I'm your brother Crow. I have a new podcast called Snatched. Sorry. 
you're about to get snatched. It's the best of my YouTube channel from TV. In audio mastered format. Snatch and run! On Blueberry, Android, the Edgy Podcast, Stitcher, Digital Podcast, and Speaker. Ever experienced what snatching is like. And now, more Black Wall Street Today with Blair Durham on Smooth 88.1 WHOV. Welcome back to Black Wall Street Today on 88.1 WHOV. I am Tawana Golson, your guest host, filling in for Blair Durham, who's home enjoying her new baby. <sighs> wow. So we're coming to the end of our show and we're wrapping it up with our first place winner from the Black Brands Wealth Machine Pitch Contest. I have in the studio with me the one, the only, Miss Rolling Juices herself, Nia Vargas. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me today. I am so excited to have you here as a part of the Wealth Machine um, Committee. I am the committee chair for the third phase of the uh, pitch contest and the Black Brand Wealth Committee. Um, pitch contest, I'm sorry. Wealth Machine Pitch Contest. Um, and I get to work with, over the next three years, such a beautiful, amazing soul. I'm going to tell the listeners a little bit later <laughs> about, about how you put the spell on me. <laughs> but for now, I just want to say congratulations, young lady. You have worked hard. You are the epitome of seeing, believing, and doing. Mm. You are the epitome of that. And I just want to say that your hard work, your tenacity have paid off. So this is Nia, Nia Vargas, um, everybody. She's from right here in the Hampton Roads area from Suffolk. Good old Suffolk. What they say in Suffolk? Suffolk. Peanut Suffolk. Suffolk. Peanut Suffolk. That's they what a Suffolk, peanut. But if you're from Suffolk, you it's say Suffolk. 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 Okay. <laughs> That's what, is that where they have the peanut That's pork peanut. in Pine Festival? Yes. The Suffolk? Suffolk, Suffolk is the peanut festival. The so. peanut, peanut festival. festival. Yeah, so you guys are known for peanuts in Suffolk. Yes. Suffolk. Smithfield is known for the yeah. You're known for peanuts. Okay, okay, I got you. I got I got my place. I'm, at, I'm, I'm in the right place now. <laughs> I just want to, how do you feel? Tell the people how you feel. You Plus. are the you are the number one winner. Yeah, the first. The first. This is the brand. inaugural Wealth Machine Pitch Contest, and you are the first winner. It, there can never be a first winner ever again. You got that spot, baby. I'm you, so grateful. Wow. I mean, it's just like, wow, I did it. Wow. You know, it's, yeah. Are you, have you, have you uh, awakened from your dream yet or no. is it still kind of surreal? It's still surreal to it's, this day. And just speaking at this moment, right. like, wasn't expecting this. Right. You know, wasn't, right. it's just beautiful how you have a dream and a vision and then the universe just brings everything brings together. It together. Right. So you might have that one vision and then it's bigger than what you ever could right. imagine. Right. It is bigger than what you can imagine. Yes. You were at the uh, Black Diamond Gala, right? Yes. You heard Dr. Fraser speak. Oh my gosh. And when he said we have to have other people. We need other people in order for a dream or a vision. I'm paraphrasing. In order for a dream or a vision to really come into its full self, you can't do it by yourself. And we're not meant to. And we're not meant to. Otherwise, we would have been put on the planet alone. 
We'll be a lonely star. So let's let's just talk about, let's get right into it um, and talk about what is Rolling Juices because the people need to hear this phenomenal. I had an opportunity because I am now your business coach. I had an opportunity to sit with you and hear. Um, and I don't even think you you gave me the full. I will learn that as we walk this thing out, this journey out. But I had an opportunity to hear on yesterday your vision. And it is, you're such a tiny person. But that, <laughs> <laughs> look, people, she is tiny. But that vision is, 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 enormous in you so just take some time and because I think what you're I know what God has given you what the universe has given you is much bigger and greater that can really even be expressed so just take your time and just just explain what rolling juices is about and and, and the different pieces of it okay so I just want to say thank you everyone who's listening right now I just really want to um, be thankful for this opportunity yes. to really talk about what the vision that the universe has given me to share with the people. So Roland Juices is a mobile juice bar. Everything that you find in a brick and mortar, we have it on wheels. Our truck operates off of solar and electric energy. So we give off no emissions in the environment. We serve all of our potential customers and consumers in biodegradable containers, paper straws. We're trying to get bamboo straws as such as that. And then also... We offer plant-based milk and cold-pressed juice delivery service right here in the Hampton Roads. We're the first, actually, to do that in the Hampton Roads. So we make everything fresh every day. Um, it really started because I'm on a plant-based diet. I've been on a plant-based diet for the past two years now. Um, my two-year anniversary was on November 22nd. And I'm very, very particular on what I what I put in my body. And I mean, I don't I don't eat anything from a can. I don't eat anything from a container. I make everything fresh. I don't even use citric acid. I mean, I really dissect and make sure I what I know what I put in my body. So Rolling Juices, the name came from. Um, if you know about Chamillionaire, um, his song "They See Me Rolling." <laughs> They hate it. Yeah, you educated me on that yesterday. <laughs> so that's where Rolling Juices really came for. So the brand is bigger than myself. Our goal is to be in the school system to have our juices, to really educate the students because they are the future generation and to really educate them on what they put in their bodies and just health and wellness all around to build more community gardens in the Hampton Roads and just to have healthier options and especially in the African-American communities right. and the underserved communities. It, I just don't believe just because we're they're underserved, they shouldn't have fresh wholeness. Even when it's the homeless shelters, it's like bologna sandwiches yeah. or white bread. And why is it like that? Because they're homeless or they're underserved. They have to have the less options of what they put in their bodies. And you know, it's, it's ironic because we come from an organic lifestyle before we yes. got so technological um, advanced, before we got to really packaging food and mm -hmm. putting them on a shelf. We were planting gardens. We were raising our own cattle. We were doing all of those our things. Our own doctors. And our own doctors. We had, everything was in the community yes. that we needed. So it's like you're, like I told you yesterday, it's like, it's, first of all, it's like you're before your time. Well, you were here <laughs> before, but it's like you're taking us back to mm -hmm. our roots, right where we're supposed to be. How 
is it going to look like? You said you wanted to want to offer your services to schools. How would that look fitting in with what's going on now with the cafeteria style of, of eating and all of that? How would your company be able to infuse itself in that? So one, I want to offer the public, um, the city public schools, my juices because in school, you know, there's concentrated juice, and then there's the milks. Well, concentrated juice, that's just basically sugar, mm. and it's not natural. The body doesn't understand it, so that's why all of our, our kids are so de- over, like developed so fast, right. and young women are having menstrual cycles mm. so early is because what they're put in their bodies, yeah. and that's actually really not normal. Right. So it's just like that's why with the food, one I want to be able to like just teach the kids. My objective is to teach people how to be creatively healthy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? No boundaries on mm-hmm, how to be healthy, mm-hmm. and it's not to just push a plant-based diet, but it's just to educate people to really understand what they put in their body. Mm-hmm. So I would love to have my truck there mm-hmm. to have classes where. Maybe the city or state, local governments mm-hmm. can fund me so we can have little blenders that students can share mm-hmm. and they can pick what fruits and vegetables mm-hmm. they want. Mm-hmm. And, and have, have fun with it. And fun with it, yeah. right? And have local farmers have their vegetables in there so it can right. be more farm to table because what people don't know that Virginia yet alone is ranked number 10 for agriculture in the country, ranked number three for apples coming from Shenandoah Valley. Wow. So we have all abundance. Have the resources. Of resources, so yeah. it's time for us to utilize it. So in a world, because I hear people say all the time because I'm, I'm a big stickler for eating good food mm-hmm. and healthy food and I hear people say to me all the time, it's expensive to eat healthy, which kind of like is an oxymoron to me because for me it's expensive to not eat healthy because you're going to end up with the diseases and the illnesses that someone that takes the time in the front end will not get. How are you going to fight that challenge? Because you're going to hear that. Yes. It's expensive. To, I'm sure you've heard that before. So my goal is to, even with people who are on EBT, any of the financial um, incentives that the government gives, I want them to be able to use that with my business. Okay. Um, I want, I don't want to hear that it's too expensive. No, I'm going to make a way that is affordable for all walks on life. I believe that everyone has the right to healthy options. No matter what your financial background is or your education, doesn't matter. That's that's a civil right to me. That people should have access to have good food. Exactly. Like how is that? You know what I'm saying? So that's why one with the government, that's what I want to do. Um I was I'm trying to find a way how the USDA can fund us, how healthy incentives can fund us as well. So I can go into the community and serve individuals. Even people can use whatever they receive from the government to purchase my juices. Mm-hmm. I want to be in there. I want to see rolling juices serving all the communities, especially the underserved communities, yeah. and really teach the younger generations because they are the future. Yeah. I don't want to see them thinking that, oh, I have to eat this way because that's what I can afford. No, that's yeah. why I want to create community gardens and teach the youth and teach the elders because ch- children learn by what they see. Yeah. If they see more people using more farming techniques and growing their own then that's what they're going to know and that continues the generation we're striving for 150 years so within these next 150 years of excellence i want to see that we have more healthier options and plant-based options for the amazing and then eventually have a school bus um converted school bus into a mobile produce bus where they have it to where people can park their cars and find our bus 
and they can have fresh produce. Amazing. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Like I told you yesterday, this is a huge, huge vision that you have been blessed to have. Um, how do you plan on doing all of this? Because you know it cannot happen alone. With the wealth machine, I was so... I was not only did I receive the 10,000, but I was blessed with a team such as your beautiful self. So they're here to help me with the vision. And I'm I'm open to anyone who wants to help me with my vision to serve the community. Awesome. awesome. If you want to, please help. I'm here. Tell the people how they can find you. Um, I am. I'm not a social media girl, but I am becoming. um, (laughs) I do have a personal page. My Instagram is N as in Nancy, I as in Igloo, A as in Alpha, V as in Victor, A R. And then we are Rolling Juices, just R-O-L-L-I-N J-U-I-C-S. So we will be on social media. Give us time yeah, she to will. learn it. So we we're, will we're be gonna, up there. We're gonna we're gonna <laughs> massage you through that thing because people have to know who you are and what you're doing because you're you're vision is so big for the community and so helpful and so useful and I'm so excited too because you're going to join me um, at the Women's Business Symposium next year. We're going to have some things to tell. Um, May 22nd, 23rd of 2020 uh, you'll listeners be able to meet Miss Nia Vargas at that time and she's going to have some great uh, success stories to report by that time. So we're just so excited. Is there anything else that you would like to share or like to encourage our listeners as we wrap it up? Um, I just want to say Black Brand, um, yes. thank you yes. to everyone who donated, um, even for the people I haven't met my team yet, but thank you so much for wanting to be a part of this journey of mine. Thank you so much for just your love. I'm excited. And just um, everyone, just I'm so excited for the future, um, for this 150-year plan. And my shout out to my parents. Thank you so much for bringing me in this world. Um, Just thank you. The pioneers of you. (laughs) Thank you so much for everyone who believes in the beauty of my dreams. To everyone who participated in the pitch competition, I'm so proud of all of us. I want, if I could, I know with the $10,000, I have decided the $1,000 I'm going to donate to two non-for-profits to show, like, thank you so much that I believe in giving back to the community. Well, we're so excited to have you, um, and I'm excited to be chosen to work with you over the next few years and uh, as we wrap it up I just want to say thank you to Blair Durham for allowing me to come in in her place (laughs) as the guest host here today and we're so excited about what the future holds for all three of our contestants today, our participants today Um, this was a wonderful show today and I just, Hampton University thank you so much, thank you so much and uh, tune in later for Black Wall Street Today. Phenomenal. Stay with us online at Black Wall Street Today on Facebook and Black Wall Street Today on Instagram. And then follow us on Twitter as well at BWS Today. We look forward to talking again next week. Have a wonderful week. I have said and I will continue to say that the most important priority for the black community is the black community, not a particular political party. Phenomenal. Hey, yo. When I say black, you say Wall Street. Black, black Wall Street. When I say black, you say Wall Street. Black, black. When I say black, you say Wall Street. Black, black. When I say black, you say Wall Street. Black, black. Uh, black Wall Street. Black Wall.
Street. Street.